here's something that I haven't really covered on any podcast or anything like that. And I get this question a lot. Everyone calls me David Jones because my YouTube channel is David S. Jones. Everyone wants to know what the S stands for in the middle. Welcome to the Finger Space Podcast, a weekly show where we will dive deep into the history, stories, and controversies surrounding the fingerboarding community. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Finger Space Podcast. I am your host, Nostalgia FB, and we are, are excited to be chatting with David Jones, one of the top fingerboarding YouTubers in the world, the king of fingerboarding YouTube in New Zealand, and the owner of Pork Boards, content creator and board sports enthusiast. Man. What the heck is up, everyone? David, That's how me, you David. What's up? Not bad. How are you? Good, good. Um, how's your morning been so far? Dude, what, it's what, been what, busy. What? It's been it's a been busy, busy morning. I've been, I've been up. Well, pretty much... We, me, me and my friends have been filming this little film project. So this morning I got up at like 5.30. We drove like an hour to this beach, filmed some stuff, drove back here. And then now I'm talking to you. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's <laughs> busy you. for me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for giving, giving us, giving us your time. We, we, we really appreciate it. And I wouldn't it miss really, it for the world. Thank you. It, it really <laughs> seems like you are a very, very versed and busy individual given the content of your youtube channel man it's like you have almost every hobby in the book how do you <laughs> find time to even do things like this dude um it's weird i go through busy patches <laughs> like right now it's a very busy patch for me but like every now and then it'll, there'll be like a slow patch and then i just have to try and find a way to make that patch busy again which is yeah i usually find a way to do that but usually just make time for what i want to do really like if, yeah, if the waves if the waves are good i'll go surfing and if they're not good i'll go do something else man are do you do you have a set schedule or is it literally like you you wake up and you're like okay this is what i want to do this is what i have to do now let's do it most of the time like i'll plan out what i want to do the night before okay so then i mean i'll not like fully plan out my day. Like I'll have maybe some bullet points of stuff I want to get done. So I'll make sure to get that stuff done and whatever, ha whatever happens in between. That's cool. It's, it's what happens. <laughs> nice. So David, you, your YouTube channel predominantly seems to cover besides your personal life and your vlogs, a lot of action sports, you know, yeah. skateboarding surfing snowboarding i mean fingerboarding if you would consider that an action sport oh yeah um, of course. what got you into that genre of sporting well i've i've always made videos and ever since i started making videos they've always been of action sports like i'll just go to my go to the, my local skate park and i'll always be making edits with my friends of skateboarding scooters whatever the heck like anything so it kind of just came naturally to make videos of action sports because that's what I'm around most of the time. Now, when you first started making these videos, was it to post them on the internet or was it just for you to make them for fun? Oh, dude, it was just for fun. Like YouTube, like when I very first started, I have another YouTube channel that no one knows of. It just has oh, a bunch oh. of edits on it. Yeah. And like I was posting videos on YouTube when YouTube still had the star rating. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So those are edits from way back then. So I've been making action sport videos forever, really. <laughs> Man, so so it started just as as a you know a passion and for you oh, to yeah, want yeah. to do it. And I think that translates very well even to now with your YouTube channel. You know, having almost half a million subscribers, it's like you're you're still doing it for fun and for the love of it. So yeah. so would you say that if it you're wasn't more fun, I wouldn't do it. Very, 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 very well said. Would, would you say it's more of uh, that you are a video creator and, and a content creator? Because it seems like from the content you put out, you are a very creative individual. Oh, thank you. Um, wait, what was the question again? That do are you more of just like you like to make videos? Oh, like it yeah, doesn't yeah, even matter course. what it's about. Oh yeah, like even if so, pretty much. I don't know if you know this, but I used, well, I still am a snowboarder, but my channel primarily started off with snowboarding content. And then I busted my knee, which took me out of snowboarding for a whole year. A lot of people were like, oh, what are you going to do? How are you going to make videos? Like, how are you going to get by this hard time? And like, it really didn't bother me that much because my passion is making videos. 
Yeah. So like you said, like it doesn't really matter what the video is about. I'll still make it. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. so would you say with, I, I did see, see that, um, the vlogs of you going into surgery and all that, you know, that's, yeah. that's crazy because, uh, knee injuries are, are one of the worst. And, uh, yeah. A lot of people take a long time to recover from them. And, you know, a year to, to get back to it is actually pretty quick. So I congratulate you for, for that. Thank you. Would you say that that was that injury that kind of caused you to get, because you've been fingerboarding for a while. Yeah. Well, would you say that that is kind of the catalyst of what brought you back into fingerboarding because you had to sit there and you weren't very mobile? Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah. Because at that time when I did do my knee, I went through this period of, like, I didn't really care about um, views or anything. I mean, I don't really, like, I just make whatever, whatever the heck I want. But, like, at that time, I was like, hmm, how could I keep my YouTube channel going? Like, when I, with, with my knee injury, I want to still be able to do stuff and have people still watch stuff. So, during that time, I really wasn't expecting my channel to grow at all. And then I made one fingerboard video, and that did really good. And I was like, oh, what the heck? People seem to like this. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll make another one. And then I made another one and did good. And I was like, yo, this is sick. And then at that time, PewDiePie was like gi giant. Do you know PewDiePie? I feel like. Yeah, of course. Of course, everyone knows PewDiePie. Yeah. But that was when he was versing T-Series or like they were having this big thing. And he uh... came up with this thing called Gaming Week, where he made a whole week of just gaming videos. And I love PewDiePie. So I was like, huh. Maybe I'll do a whole week of just fingerboard videos. And then I was, that was, that's fingerboard week right there. And after I made the very first fingerboard week, I think my, my channel grew an insane amount in a period of time, which I wasn't even expecting my channel to do very good because yeah. of my knee injury. So I was pretty stoked on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely came into, into the loop and saw you during that first week of fingerboard week. And I thought it was incredible. Oh, really? The yeah, first that's, week? That's, no way. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I thought that was I thought it was fantastic. And I was like, this is awesome. This is sick. I was like, I don't know why anybody hadn't have thought of like, you know, doing something similar before. Right. I, I want to ask, because I do YouTube videos as well. I have a smaller channel. Uh, yeah. My name. But I'm, I'm a product guy. I'm like, uh, you ever watch Vicious274? Oh, of course. Uh, one of the, of course. Like, I, like, Two fingers. Peace. <laughs> oh man yeah. shout out to vicious um he's kind of like the inspiration that i take with my like i'm a product guy yeah um you know i i say with a lot of finger fingerboard uh youtubers or content creators like you or chubby muffin and people like that it's you guys aren't necessarily necessarily selling a product or showing something it's like you guys are selling yourselves you guys are showing your character and that's yeah. what people watch people watch to see you People don't watch to see people like me. People watch to see what I'm talking about, if that makes sense. Right. But, yeah, no, I get it. I watch Sid you know, to see Sid. Like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but he's like everybody's, like, he's like the fingerboarding uncle that yeah, everybody true, loves, yeah. no matter what. The point that I'm trying to make is that, for me, I put out one video, like, every two weeks, and they're 15-minute videos, and it takes forever for me to edit them. How long does it take you to process and get ready to do one week or oh, the fingerboard week videos? That's the thing. A lot of people don't understand how like, I mean, I don't want to say difficult, time consuming. Uh, it's kind of tricky, but like a lot of people, like I get so many comments, do another fingerboard week. Can't you do a, do a fingerboard month? And I was like, fingerboard month. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. So pretty much I take around a week off of making videos before fingerboard week and I try and get every video done halfway. So then during fingerboard week, I can complete the whole video and then, yeah, that's a span of two weeks, I guess, to have the whole thing done because a lot of pretty much every video is a project that's more, takes more than one day. So it's can't yeah. really do it all in one day. Do, do you edit your own videos? Yeah. Yeah. I edit so all of them. To, your, the editing is fantastic and it's hilarious. I love all the memes and stuff that you throw in. I just watched one of your videos um, before we hopped on, the one where... I'm sorry about your car keys, by the way. Oh, um, no, that's all good. I, the spare, I had the spare ones. It's all good. <laughs> it's like, but like, you know, when you're flexing and then you throw up a SpongeBob arm and just little things like that, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, but you know, the fact that you can film a week's worth of content and film it in that, or not, excuse me, edit it in that same week and have it ready for one week after that, it's insane. 
because it's crazy yeah. the amount of work that goes into something like that. Yeah, those the two weeks that go into one fingerboard week is definitely a hustle. <laughs> it's Man. like the busiest that I have ever been in my life during those weeks. Although there was a week I did um what week was it? Fingerboard week part five was actually two weeks in a row. That was the busiest I've ever been. <laughs> now do I gotta ask just for just for my own sake, like do you have a quote unquote day job that you work or is YouTube your full time gig? I'm lucky enough that YouTube is, supports me enough to be able to live off of it. So Nice. That nice. goes so, out to everyone that's listening to this probably right now. Well, like a lot of the people and all my fans, you're the reason that I can do this. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it translates to see that, you know, it's like, not that it's a bad thing. Or people like, I know some people are like, don't like talking about that YouTube is their full-time job for whatever reason, but it's like, right. oh, I it, shows in, so good. It, it, it shows in the quality of the content that you put out. Right. Oh, thank you. you. Know. Yeah. No, I'm definitely, so, I feel very blessed to be able to do this as my job. So, of course, we are a fingerboarding podcast, a finger space, miniature sports and different things. Um, yeah. How did you get into fingerboarding? Before you got your knee injury and got back into it, oh, uh, what was yeah. the start for David Jones? Dude, fingerboarding has been with me forever. Like, There's pictures of me when I'm like five years old. Oh, maybe not five. Maybe like around seven. Like with tech decks and stuff. But pretty much, I've always loved skateboarding. And when I was in primary school, I think that's elementary school in the States. We call yeah. it primary school here. We had, I was friends with a bunch of skateboarders. And one of them had a tech deck. And I was like, yo, this thing is sick. And I wanted one for a while. I didn't get one. And then I finally convinced my parents to let me get one. And we went to the toy store and I got it. I still remember the exact day I got it, how it was. We were waiting in line. And then it was there up on the wall. I still have the exact board. It was a cliche nice. tech deck. And I was so nice. stoked. And that's where it all began for me, really. Once I got Man. that, I was like, let's learn some tricks. And um, so you were around seven when, when that happened. It would have been around that, maybe a little older, maybe a little, How? I don't know, seven, seven, eight, nine, some, somewhere in there. Yeah. I, I hate using this term real fingerboard, um, yeah. but how long was it before you got your first, you know, real fingerboard? Yeah. What I would count as like a proper, like professional fingerboard. I got in that very first week of fingerboard week. So that would have been 2019. That was my very first, like, actual full-on real one with, like, trucks that weren't tech deck trucks, bearing wheels and stuff. But my first actual deck I got was a Pro Wood deck. Nice. Yeah. Pro Wood, shout, shout out to Jim. They, as from what I hear, the word on the street, they went out of business a couple years back. Yeah, I heard. Um, but but I, remember, I actually... Mm, yeah. I remember getting that deck and being so excited for it to arrive. Like I ordered it online. I like specifically chose what ply I wanted. <laughs> like, yeah, and I was so excited. It was this like zebra wood deck. That's what the ply was called. It was pretty sick. Nice. I still have it. Yeah. So, Jim was uh, out here from from the U.S. Pro Wood. You're out in New Zealand. How long did that shipping take? Do you remember? Oh yeah, it took a while because I was waiting every day. I was, <laughs> I, it was on my mind. Like, when will it arrive? I don't specifically remember, but. Back then, when I was little, I thought it was a while. Nowadays, yeah. like, I understand shipping, so probably not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, wow, those were the good old days, too. Just waiting, anticipating, just one package to come in. Yep, yep. Like, Man. Mom, did, did anything come in? It's like, yeah, but it's not for you. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got, I remember seeing that video, too, of your, was that that Berlinwood Complete that you got, that yep. first proper fingerboard? That's the first um, one. It's it's kind of insane that from, you know, you've been fingerboarding or been around it from 2000 or not 2000, when you were seven years old. Yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, 2019 when you got your first fingerboard. What was yeah. that like? Like, you know, we've seen your, we've seen your reaction on the video. Dude, but, you know, a, your inner yeah. child. What, what was that like holding a real fingerboard? And you're like, wow. It's amazing. I know. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize how awesome having like proper trucks were like it's a, it makes it makes a world of difference well i think <laughs> it does like it feels amazing and like just how smooth the wheels rolled in comparison to like tech deck trucks <laughs> and wheels like, it was awesome like i never thought 
I would have Black River trucks because they were always, for me, out of my budget. So when I got them, I was pretty stoked. It was like, it was like buying a gift for my younger self, which he always wanted, but he could never afford because he didn't have money. Yeah. No, (laughs) I I, I totally, I totally feel feel you there. Now, now that you have, you know, or have a collection of your fingerboarding videos or your fingerboards and your fingerboarding videos, what what would you say the biggest differences are as a fingerboarder, you know, using a Mm -hmm. proper setup compared to you know mm. heck deck. like you know does it really make that big of a difference i feel like if you're a novice and like you've never really touched on or you're like fairly new like you're just learning how to do a couple tricks i feel like you won't really be able to tell a huge difference but if you know how to do tricks and you can already do tricks and you learned all your tricks on like a tech deck or something and then you move on to like a proper pro fingerboard i feel like you'll definitely feel the difference oh completely especially for yeah. like when when we started, it's like we had the twenty six millimeter. Oh yeah, that little, was so fit. little tech bags. Yeah. Um, I I actually just played with one the other day for the first time. I was at a family yeah. friend's house and they had a young kid and they had one of them and I was like, oh, this is insane. And the kid was freaking out because you know doing kick flips and tray flips and all. He's like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I'm a professional. He just <laughs> looks at me. He's like, you're yeah. a loser. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, those um, fingerboards. I remember those. It's crazy how like wide they are in comparison to how they were back then. Yes, uh, but it's, it's yeah. It's also crazy, like, because those the fin boards. That's like how it would be if you shrunk a skateboard. Like that's like the, the dimensions of it. Yeah. But it's just crazy to think, like, because they look so thin now. If you look at them, they look like popsicle sticks. But like they that's do. how that's the right ratio as an actual skateboard, which is crazy. Yeah. It is, and it's kind of. It's kind of weird to look at how it's evolved, how Tech Deck came from like to be a miniature skateboard company mm. and how the internet kind of bullied them into becoming a fingerboard company and giving them, <laughs> yeah. you know, what they need to fingerboard. So talking about Tech Deck and that fingerboard company, you started your own fingerboard brand, Porkboards. Yeah. What was that process like? Because correct me if I'm wrong, I remember seeing a Porkboard that Collier Oh yes, made and send out to you. And I remember watching that video, and then whatever down the line, you came out with your own port board brand. What was that like? Yeah, well, I remember Christian hit me up because after I made a video called um, DIY Old School Board, where I yeah. made this graphic on it, and I, I was just a parody of a Tony Port graphic. I mean Tony Hawk graphic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and I, in that video, I was like, yo, if there's anyone that has a fingerboard company or anything, hit me up if you want to like make this deck. And then Christian hit me up and I was really stoked because I've already knew who Christian was through Chubby Muffins yeah. videos. So that was really exciting. And then we worked on this deck for a while. And then around like, it would have been like seven months or something later, I finally got the deck in my hand and that was really cool. And just, yeah, we sold a bunch well a few of them yeah i think the first drop of them was around 100 decks and those sold out pretty quick so that was pretty sick yeah yeah what was what was that like the getting the feedback of you know people having you know your graphic yeah. i mean you created this as kind of a meme or as a joke it, it was just a meme, down yeah. with markers <laughs> and now it's like a legit product that like people are like holding on and cherishing to you know yeah. in the community it's like what what's that like it's pretty wild like, when you get a bunch of kids, like, tagging you in their stories of, like, them holding their, fi- like, their little fingerboard with, like, my my name. Well, it doesn't. It has my name in really small letters. But, like, it's pretty crazy. Do, do you still have that original pork board, the, the cruiser that you? I do. I have um I have three of them. I have three of nice. the pink ones. I have one of the black ones somewhere. One of them I haven't touched. It. I mean, I'm not going to set up or anything because it's, like, it looks so nice. Yeah. So I'm keeping that one as it is. But yeah, I, st- I, have, I have them in my collection. Yeah, and, and you have the uh, the original one that you made from that video, making oh, it yeah. old school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, that man. one's just sitting on my shelf in my room, yeah. <laughs> man, so are, are you kind of, how do you feel about the over, I, mean, I don't know if it's necessarily overwhelming, but the mm-hmm. influx of views and support that came in with, with the fingerboarding stuff? Um, it was amazing. Like it was when the initial boom, like it was, it felt like a dream come true. I mean, it is a dream come true, really. 
like having like that much support like because i've never had that much support before so it was i didn't it didn't feel overwhelming or anything like i felt i felt like i could handle it (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. man getting recognized on the street and stuff was weird though you also (laughs) i was i was gonna ask that later on do you do you get recognized i mean in your last video the kid little kid did recognize you but what's that like you know somebody coming up to you are you david jones (laughs) what's that like it's awesome i love it like there's never any time where I'm like, I don't like it. Or like, not that I don't like it, that I don't invite it. If you ever see me on the street, don't be like, oh, I'm scared. Because I get messages like, hey, were you at this place? I think I saw you. It's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Why didn't you say hi? <laughs> but no, it's awesome. Yesterday, I actually went to the skate park with my friend Cam. And like, it was the first time, because I don't usually go to the skate parks in the weekends, because usually I'm just busy hanging out with some friends or something. So I usually go during the weekdays and there's not many people there because of school. And, like, this is my first time going to the skate park in a weekend at, like, prime time. And, like, I got so, like, so many kids, like, came up to me and, like, swarming around me. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. It's crazy to see, like, because when you're just making videos at home, you don't think, and you just see a number on the screen. You don't really think much about it until, like, you get a whole crowd of people and they're just staring at you, like, oh. Yeah, it's like. (laughs) 477,000 followers on your YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure that's bigger than some countries out there. Dude, that's bigger than, uh, it's not bigger than New Zealand. It's bigger than where I live. <laughs> it's like, man. Um, so being, being out in New Zealand, I kind of want to talk to you because this whole pandemic that we've all gone through in the last year, mm. um, this all pushed us, you know, I, I, I've, I've told and I've talked to, you know, different people and it's kind of, I don't want to say, and I don't want this to come off in the wrong way, but it seems that COVID as bad as it was, was one of the best things that could have happened for fingerboarding revival. Oh, really? Um, Meaning pushing people indoors, like (laughs) going through all their stuff. Like, um, you know, I, I know in New Zealand, it's been a little bit different because I don't know the specifics, but you guys weren't on lockdown as long as we were. No, yeah, we're, we're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. So like we, I mean, we so, just got out of another, another lockdown. One. Yeah. Yeah. But like, we're, we're all good. All of those cases yeah. are like isolated. So it's all good. So, yeah. so have you did as a, as a fingerboarder and as a, you know, fingerboarding consumer, have you noticed a change at all, you know, over the last year, have you noticed uh, an influx of people, you know, on Instagram or on YouTube oh, yeah. or wherever? Dude, like, I noticed an influx of people. The first time I realized that it was like getting more popular because of lockdown, I saw Justin Bieber posted a video of him doing a kickflip on a tech deck. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> JB. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also I, for, I forgot about this, but Apple, when they dropped their, um, I think it was uh, the iPhone trailer, they had a kid fingerboarding in the trailer too. Oh, really? So it's like, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, oh, that's a funny it, it, thing. Like, you know the car brand Mini? Yeah. Yeah, they actually, they hit me up to be in one of their ads, fingerboarding inside the ad, like in the ad. But I couldn't make oh. it because like it was in LA and I'm in New Zealand. But like, oh. that's, that sound. it was a crazy opportunity. Like fingerboarding in a car ad? <laughs> Man, that is insane. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, you know, things when things open up. You, you get to another opportunity to be able to to do that again yeah that would have um, been so sick so have you ever traveled for fingerboarding or any other action sport you know have you gotten the opportunity to travel for that because i noticed that you have a lot of uh, vlogs in other countries and stuff yeah so uh, have you ever traveled because like traveled for that as in like a company's like specific. paying me or something or not not necessarily but leaving like um like just traveling for that, like you know how different people. Oh travel yeah, dude, go, that's you know, what snowboarding is. <laughs> yeah, most of my travelings to do a snowboarding, and like you gotta travel to go find the snow. So, <laughs> like if I go to Japan, that's for snowboarding. When I went to America last year, that was for snowboarding, and then those are the those are actually the two, only two trips I've done recently. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So what was that like? What was uh was that your first time in Japan? No, we uh, actually went the year before as well. But this is actually, I hurt my knee in Japan. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was the year before. Then we went back again when my knee was better last year. And that was actually on the brink of when COVID was starting. 
So, yeah, we managed to have that trip without any hassle. Good, good. Yeah. I'm glad. So, kind of touching back on on uh, your injury, mm. when you got back on the board, did was there any nerves or did you have any butterflies um, or anything when you when you got back on, or was it just natural and you were like, boom, like I'm yeah. just doing it again? I mean, I think because I spent all of like all of the time when I was off of snowboarding or like board sports in general, like oh. The whole time was just in the gym, getting my knees stronger. So when I did return to snowboarding and surfing and skateboarding, like the I knew I was physically ready to go back into that stuff, but it, it's all just kind of a mind game right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to injure it again. So yeah, I just need to get over that hurdle. Because I know I'm like physically back to almost 100%. So yeah. So you're saying like, you know, like you say, like, are you still feeling that, that like kind of yeah every now and then when i'm like if i'm thinking about like doing something like jumping down something or doing a rail or whatever like it's always in the back of my mind i've never really not thinking about it ah sometimes i'm not thinking about it yeah it's in the back of my mind most of the time (laughs) yeah it's like it's it's crazy to see you know um different people and these people in these action sports like i just saw a video of ryan sheckler going over all the injuries that he's ever had Mm. and it's like I wonder because I, I, my extent, like I, I've done action sports, but I've always been um, a fighter. That's, that's what I've done. And I actually started skateboarding, uh, got injured. Grandmother throws away all my skateboards. And that's what left me to fingerboarding. Right. Because she was like, uh, because it was like, you know, we're getting injured in this. I don't want you doing this type of thing, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just being overprotective. And that's what brought me to fingerboarding. And it's kind of interesting. I just like asking people and talking to them about how they feel coming back from certain injuries. Because mm-hmm. I know um, I've broken my arm, broken my wrist, uh, uh, different sprains and stuff. And it's always like, you know, there's there's always that mental hurdle that you, hurdle that you have to overcome Yeah. to get back into it. Yeah, now I'm still, still trying to get it. I mean, it's not a huge deal, like, in the back of my mind, but it's just there. It's like just kind of lingering. I just need to get rid of it. And then, <laughs> man. So, do you have a? I also want to ask you because you're a very active individual. Do you have a warm up process when it comes to, when it comes to going out and doing these things, or is it just you get out there and you go? Yeah, if <laughs> I've been kind of bad about it lately, I just kind of go. But I try. If I remember, I try to. I have this whole little warm up routine to warm up my knee, and yeah, I try to do that. It's just kind of squat, pistol squats, stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. Stretches. Stretches are good. So as a YouTuber and a content creator, mm. is there a specific type of video or thing that you like to cover more than any other? I mean, I know these are all your babies, you know, fingerboarding, mm. skateboarding, snowboarding, surfing. But is there one that gives you any more f- fulfillment than the other or is it all the same feeling? I really like just filming with my friends. That's one of my favorite things to do. So that's probably like my favorite thing to do. And I also, I also really like making stuff. So then that's like pretty much all of my fingerboard videos is me making stuff. Yeah. And then no, some, and it, oh. yeah. I think the most, it's, it's, it's funny because the most, the videos I get the most fulfillment out of making or like releasing are videos that have no views. Cause like, like, like which ones, for example, we can... I made one the other day when I surprised my friend with this, like, house that I rented out for him. And okay, yeah. That one, like, it does... It didn't do good, but, like, I... It's one of my favorite videos I made, so I don't really care. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I guess that kind of comes back to the thing relating where you're, you're making this content for you, and it's just, like, do you kind of feel yeah. like when you put it out, it's like, okay, if people do watch, cool. If people don't watch, all right. But it's like... yeah. Yeah, it's like that. I mean, it's always, always when you put like a bunch of effort into a video and it doesn't yeah. do as well, it's always going to feel, you're always going to not be super stoked on it, but like, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is definitely watching, watching your dynamic with your friends is really fun. Like in that one video that you put it up, put out the other day when you were playing tennis, you know, oh, Sean? Whoever, yeah. whoever, whoever wins or whoever loses has AIDS. I'm like, it's that type of stuff that m- makes it really, really fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that was just a off just spontaneous moment. We're like, Oh, we don't have anything to bet. Yo, whoever loses got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> With like how, what, what is that like? Um, you know, having this, 
level of fame and, and notoriety and, you know, being out with your friends and certain things, does it change the dynamic at all when you put them in your videos or is it, or is it always been the same? Um, certain friends, it changes. Like certain friends I don't film with as much. Like I'll just film a little bit every now and then if something interesting is happen happening. But like all the ones that you see in my videos most of the time, like it doesn't really. Like it's just fun, really. I have to ask you, uh, yeah. who inspired you to do what you do now on YouTube? Who are, mm. who are the names that David Jones watching as a child and you're like, yeah. I want to do that? Dude, there's a couple. The people... That I used to watch on YouTube that full, the people, the person that inspired me to actually fully get initially started with filmmaking is, do you remember a guy called Ryan Heger? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. His channel, that inspired me to start filmmaking with my friends and just make like funny little skits and stuff. And then, so that's like what got me into making videos. Is he still on YouTube? Because he was actually out here in Vegas. um, He lives in Vegas. And that's where he was out. Yeah, yeah, I have a bunch of buddies that are friends with friends of his or that have met him throughout the... I haven't oh, been awesome. lucky to, to find him out here. But yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, so he's the one that initially got me making videos. And then the person that made me start to, like, switch up those videos to more vloggish kind of stuff is and, um, Andy Schrock. He's one of the Andy skateboard Schrock. YouTubers. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm familiar with him as well. Yeah, he's um, one of the big ones that made me start switching to vlogging more vloggish kind of content and then also there's a bunch of other like john hill he's part of like the andy Mm -hmm. shop like all of that skateboarder crew and yeah that's how i kind of went from action sports to vlogging action sports and then there's my fingerboarding inspiration guys like frankie finger decks finger skate selective selective now in hd (laughs) It's two, what? Two Finger Tuesdays. He was, like, me and my friends at school, we used to watch him all the time. Uh, We'd be at school, yo, you see the new Finger Skate Selective video? Did you get his (laughs) freaking, the Finger Skate Selective rubbish bin? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I wish that one day he'll make a comeback. Did you see, he replied to, I commented on one of his videos telling him he should make a comeback. And I left that comment maybe, like, last year, something like that. And earlier this year, he replied to it. What'd he say? He said he's he's planning on a comeback. Oh, he better be. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. I remember I was so being stoked. a kid. I, being a kid, all I wanted was one of his stickers. Like, the original yeah. one with his two fingers in his head. <laughs> I was like, that's all I wanted. Yep. Dude, I remember, yeah. like, I he did this competition for, like, who could make the coolest graphic? And I remember I got one of my sk- my fingerboards and I like drew on it and stuff. And I was like, FSS. <laughs> Sent him a picture. I didn't win, but like. You didn't all. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Finger Skate Selective, you know, he, yeah. And Mike, and our generation, he inspired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and who else? I'm sorry. Mike, Mike Schneider. Mike, oh, yeah. yeah. Who's that? I don't know. He's just this guy. I found him the other day. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think he legend. invented Tech Deck. Oh, did he? Actually, I, look, I have one of his stickers right here that are signed. Oh, sick. Actually, I keep it oh, right wait, here. Oh, that's signed? Oh, nice. Yeah, I, have it, I, have it, I keep it right here because it's like, he's an yeah. absolute legend. I used to have a bunch of flat face stickers on my school lunchbox. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Frankie, Mike, uh, we mentioned Vicious earlier. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Uh, Casey Neistat. Ooh. Yeah, he's yeah. a big... Because my vlogs used to be very Casey Neistat-esque. Like, a lot of cinematic shots and stuff like that. I, I wanted to, I was going to ask you right now. What is... How... What is... Does that process change? Your video creation process change with the style of video that you do? And if so, how do you plan them out accordingly? Uh, fingerboard videos are def. Oh, not all fingerboard videos. Like DIY fingerboard videos are definitely a little bit different, just because I like to show the whole making process. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of like not time lapses, but just a lot of long videos, just shortened and just showing that whole process. So that kind of changes the dynamic, I guess. Yeah, that's the only real difference. Other than that, I try to keep them all similar. Like, yeah. Well, I've been trying to keep them more similar in recent times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right now they have all every video I have shares the same intro. 
well, like the same little intro card thing. So, yeah. Nice. You know, there's always, or not, not always, but in your fingerboard DIY videos, there's always a ambiguous, sometimes, not always, there's an ambiguous grown man helping you out doing, uh, with, you know, certain power tools and, you know, yeah, yeah. is that your dad? That's my dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how, how does he feel about you and your YouTube stuff? Like, do your parents know, mm. or oh. is it just like my yeah. kids being a weirdo filming himself playing <laughs> your toys? No, like when I very first started doing YouTube, like I was like, they didn't really understand it, but yeah, now they're really very supportive of supportive of it. So I'm very nice. happy for that. Here's a funny story. So ba- <laughs> back in the, the primary school days, when I had my pro wood fingerboard, like I'd used, I used to use it all day, just make like the annoying sound on my desk. And I was yeah. doing, I was meant to be doing homework one day and <laughs> I was playing with my tech deck instead or my fingerboard instead. And my mom came in and she's like, you got to stop doing that and do your homework. Like, fingerboarding's not going to get you anything in life. <laughs> she doesn't, re- yeah. I bet if I, I bet if I asked her that right now, she won't remember that moment, but yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's always great supportive parents, man. but they mean well, they mean well. Oh yeah. My mom just wanted me to do my homework. <laughs> so, you know, if, if YouTube wasn't a thing or you'd mm. never started or whatever, what would David Jones be doing now? Whoo, sheesh. Uh, hmm. That's a hard question. I really wanted, before I even did YouTube, I always wanted to direct movies. So I'll probably, right now, I would probably, I would have just done my first bit of university, probably going into some other course at university. So yeah, I'll be in university or college. 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 Good old college. I'd be man. in a frat. <laughs> no. You'd be, you'd be a frat. I'd be the frat bro. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. No. I, I could never man. be in a frat. <laughs> Dude. You, you have the first, I don't, you have like such a creative personality. I have no doubts that you would be the president of a fraternity. Oh, really? <laughs> Um, Did you have you been in a frat? I've never. I've no. <laughs> like, I, dude, I I'm in a frat right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't personally about me. I'm I'm in college right now. College, college is great. Yeah, man. No, it's college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always I've always said I'm like um, I've always said if it wasn't getting like I've been fortunate to get grants and scholarships and stuff. I said if it wasn't yeah. getting paid, I wouldn't go. Right, um, right. But like I actually switched it up because um. When I, I did sports and stuff, and then I actually switched it, my major, to culinary. Oh, okay. And I've, been, I've been cooking professionally wow. for the last Chef. six years and, and all that. Yeah, actually, my little my little oh, tattoo nice. there. Oh, nice. Chef's knife. Yeah. So that's what I do outside of the fingerboarding realm. Dude, that's but so I, sick. I have Thank you. I have, a, I have a lot of friends out here that are in fraternities and, you know, yeah. continued wrestling, continued playing football. Yeah, and yeah. I... I cannot meet their level of testosterone or beefiness anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so what, you're um, going to be a Michelin five-star chef? Um, I don't know if I want to go the Michelin route. Um, right, right. I've done French cooking for the better part of the last six years, and I'm just now switching it up, uh, learning. I won't say just for security reasons. I'm, I'm on the strip right now at an right, right. Asian restaurant um, in one of, the, one of the casinos, so I'm learning that now. Right. What kind of uh, Asian? Uh, Taiwanese. Taiwanese food. Yes. Word? Yeah, the the missus is actually Taiwanese as well, so. Right. That's really yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, frat uh, houses have always amazed me cuz we don't have any of that kind of culture in New Zealand. I I don't I don't want to say I don't understand it, <laughs> but I I just couldn't I couldn't take part of it because those people yeah. those people like are insane. My brother is is one of those one of those types of people. He's a frat he bro. He he would have been a frat bro. Like yeah. he he decided not to go to university and he decided to just go straight into the workforce. Okay. It's right. like his type of click. I'm like, I, I don't vibe with him. You <laughs> right, know? right. Um so g- getting getting back on topic. Yeah, we did get a little uh, bit sidetracked. Yeah. Um getting getting back on topic, you, you know, you said you would have been you've always wanted to direct movies. So is yeah. that just a creative part of you wanting to come in and like, you know, just either you just have to be creating something it's like because yeah. i said you know if youtube wasn't a thing you're like oh i just be directing movies 
It's like, has it always been with film? Yeah, yeah. I've always been fascinated by that kind of stuff. And I love making videos or like making films, like little skits and stuff. So, I mean, like when I said I would be directing movies, that would be like a dream. That'd be what I'd be striving towards. I'll be in the yeah. process of trying to get to that point. <laughs> no, what, 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 what inspired you or what caused the catalyst for you to be like, you know, you're looking at a screen. What were you watching? What were you doing that you're like, that's what I want to do above all else. Dude, I'm not sure. It was a long time ago. It would have been like, some movie on like Disney Channel or something probably. But like, I remember I still have the very first video of like movie kind of thing that I've shot. It was this movie I made with my friend Levi called Crime Fighters. And it's just a video of me and him beating up a cardboard box human. Like a nice. and, like shooting him like secret agent style. And I knew nice. that's what it's- I wanted to do. I want to do like make action movies stuff like that yeah that's dope to see because it's like a lot of other youtubers that i watch like um you're a star wars fan you reference star wars a lot i love star wars i have a big um, obi-wan poster in my room i'm the, the obi-wan <laughs> jesus <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it's like watching different creative people like that like uh star wars theory i don't know if you're familiar with him comes to mind he's a youtuber as well yeah but this dude is just another guy and he put he actually puts out which david you should do this he puts out right. his um fan films or different films that he made when he was a kid yeah you right. know going around with yeah. a lightsaber knocking down you know different yep. things pretending to be in a film or in a movie so it's like i feel like different creative people like you and him and other people share the same sort of creative likeness that you guys just you have to you have to create in some ways yeah Um, like somebody like me i'm i'm a a very quote-unquote logical analytical almost nerd would be the way to describe it so i feel like i think in in the opposite way you know yeah yeah right it's like would would you just describe yourself as how would you describe yourself let me ask that's a better question how would you describe yourself in terms of your mindset when it comes to creating this is something i've never really thought of how would i describe myself in the process of creating uh... i had a comment on one of my youtube videos and it i don't know if it was a compliment or an insult but he was this guy was like i love this man because every time he speaks it sounds like he's giving a school presentation <laughs> right right <laughs> and i was like okay i'll, I'll take it um you know, and it's, for content it means like you're yours, professional. You sound professional. Yeah, thank you. But it's like for yeah. content like yours, it's like it can't be further from the truth. I watch your videos. Yeah. I feel like I'm hanging out with you on the beach, you know, that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, I thought of a good way to describe. I get the idea to do something and then I do kind of what it takes to get that thing done. So if I get an idea to make a video, like I'm going to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. You just, it's, yeah. You That's just kind of like it. a little bit of advice. To, I give to anyone out there trying to do this kind of stuff a lot of i know a lot of people that tell me they want to do youtube or be like a creative creator or like create stuff and stuff like that and they're all just they tell me they want to do it but they're not doing it <laughs> yeah but my advice you just it's really just something you just gotta do <laughs> like if you think of it just go for it <laughs> like, yeah would would you say or does it come naturally for you just, you know, when I say naturally, you know, just your comedic wit, um, you know, being so personable, is that natural for you? Or do you have to, for- or do you force yourself to make a joke because you think it'll be funny in the video? Uh, sometimes. It kind of goes both ways. Sometimes a joke will come very naturally. And sometimes it's a joke I thought of. And I'm like, yo, this will be funny. I'm going to say this. But yeah. like, naturally, talking to a camera, I feel like doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. Didn't come naturally to me. But I've been doing it for a while now, so now it's, like, very natural. <laughs> like, like talking to a camera is just, like, talking to anyone right now. But yeah. I, I know because sometimes I, like, point my camera at someone or I'll get them to say something, and, like, it's very unnatural. They'll hear it back and they'll be like, is that what I really sound like? <laughs> like, what? You haven't heard yourself before? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because, like, you know how your voice sounds different in recordings than it does in your actual head? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've heard myself edit myself so much that the voice in my head sounds exactly as it does 
in real life. I, I agree with that. And I've never thought about that before, too, because when I first started making videos in circa 2013, nobody will see those videos or the light <laughs> yeah. of day. I have them all privated on the YouTube channel. It's like you hear yourself back and you're like, you like, it yeah. Was that really? But now, when you when you listen to the same clips or over and over and over again, you you know what you sound like. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like, when I hear my a recording of myself, I don't notice much of a difference, which is awesome. I like that because I remember when I was a little kid, like I'd be saying stuff and I thought I sounded so cool because in my head it was so deep. Like, oh yeah, I sound like Batman right now. Then I hear it <laughs> back and it'll be like, hey, <laughs> like, what's <Yeah>. up, guys? <laughs> like, who is this? <laughs> Man, what you said a little bit earlier was a great piece of advice about just doing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you want to be a content creator. It's really like, there's no better time than right now to do it. <laughs> like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> so many that's, songs that's, about, what are you waiting for? Remember <laughs> <laughs> that old Shia LaBeouf meme, literally like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. As cheesy as it is, that's like exactly right. Yeah. There really is no excuses nowadays, especially with a lot of people on the smartphones and you have your camera right on your phone. And, you know, personally, I actually film all my videos with my phone. Oh, sick. Because for me... Yeah. Phones are so good. Because for me, the newest iPhone, I, I just get the new iPhone every year because it has a better camera. Right, right. I'm like the one percentile that actually uses that camera and doesn't just want it for clout. But it's like, for me, that fits my needs. Mm-hmm. Um your production, well, like I call it a production, looks very high scale to somebody like me. Right. Well, right. What What is that? How does that work with you? You know, do you use one camera, two cameras? Um, oh, I have editing and all yeah. that type of stuff. iMovie's my best friend. <laughs> yeah, I got. I use Premiere Pro to edit all my videos, and I've been using it like forever. So it's I love it. I can do whatever the whatever I think of. I can make on Premiere Pro, and I have a lot of cameras that I use in my videos. Sometimes I'm using a Canon 90D. I have a 60, which I use for some shots. You probably won't be able to tell the difference in the video, but most videos are filmed on like a bunch of different cameras. I have my phone, which I use for a lot of clips. Got my GoPro. I have another little Canon camera, like a little like pocket one. Mm-hmm. And all of the clips that I film on these cameras kind of go into one video. So yeah, nice. I, yeah. A lot of recording equipment. <laughs> that that terrifies me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like I'm like no, my I a lot of uh, well, my my brother comes to mind. He's been a tech guy his entire mm-hmm. life, and actually has worked at every tech company that you can possibly think of, yeah. and sells the stuff. So he's like, you know, why don't you do this or get that? And I'm like, no, because it does. It just doesn't make sense to me. Right, right. Um, it's not. It's not too think- confusing. <laughs> Do you think that matters? Um, oh, no way. Would, would, oh, no way? Well, like, does having a good camera matter? Does the, having that equipment and, you know, having or editing the software the way you do or the software editing that you do, mm. do you, does that make a difference to what you do on your YouTube channel or would you be doing the same things mm. with, you know, let's say just an iPhone? Yeah, I think, like, I'll be doing the same thing with an iPhone. It just wouldn't come out as good or, like, as how I picture it. Like the mm-hmm. point in me using all of these different cameras is because sometimes I'll have a, a picture shot in my head that only that camera could get. But even if I didn't have that camera, I'd still get the same shot. But with another camera, it just wouldn't look how I want it. Yeah. Like okay. using Premiere Pro, like I can make everything exactly how I picture it in my head. So that's kind of why I like it. It doesn't like, even if I couldn't do that, I'd still make it on iMovie. I just wouldn't be able to do exactly what I want to do. I see. I see. Yeah. Um, so. I think we've covered just about all the questions that we've written down. Right. And except except for one. And I think it's the most important one, and we've kind of touched on it before. Mm. Well, two questions, actually. Um, if you could say anything to your fans or anybody listening right now, what is it? Oh, oh my gosh. This is on the spot. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for the support. Like... Like I said earlier in this podcast, what I'm doing right now is a blessing to me. It's a dream, like a dream job. And that would not be possible without you supporting me. So thank you guys so much for that. (laughs) Hopefully there's some cool videos you guys like coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) And and I know we touched on it earlier, but besides just do it, you were kind of saying like, you know, for somebody that wants to be on YouTube, but it's like YouTube, you know, it runs its course. People come on. 
they do YouTube and then they kind of transition into other things. Like, you know, hopefully for you, it'll be, you come on, you do your YouTube, then you become a movie director and you get on to move and you move in to that direction. Yeah. You know, what would you say for the kid listening or for whoever listening that wants to kind of come in and follow the same path that you took to be where you're at, you know, like mm. you've paved the road so far. What would you say for somebody that's following behind you? I think just stay true to you if it's something that you're truly passionate about. I think, in my mind, if you work hard enough, you can achieve what you want. If you really want it, work hard, I guess. Yeah. I, and I yeah. think nobody nobody else in the freeboarding community really embodies working hard as much as you do. And I oh, think we you. all see it, especially in the content that you make. Here's something that I haven't really covered on any podcast or anything like that. And I get this question a lot. Everyone calls me David's Jones because my YouTube channel is David S. Jones. Everyone wants to know what the S stands for in the middle. And you're never going to know. <laughs> nice. Okay, I, was, I thought we were actually going to get something. Okay. All right, Mr. David S. Jones. Uh, last question for you. And it is, what can we look forward to coming from you in the future? Oh, I have some ideas. I have some... Uh, I have a lot of videos that I want to put out that are in the works that I'm really stoked on. So I hope people watching will like them as well. And yeah, got another drop of Pork Fingerwoods coming out soon. Hopefully, there's a lot of a lot of people have been messaging me about that. So for everyone wondering, hopefully <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah, hopefully soon. I'm gonna try and get my hand on one of those. Yeah, I'll send you one. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, I just I have a lot of video ideas, <laughs> and. <laughs> Who would have known David I've Jones' videos? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just working on all of these video ideas, and hopefully they turn out cool and you guys like them. Nice. Uh, we're, we're all going to love them. Well, David, looks like we've been doing this for an hour now. Uh, I think we've oh, taken up enough of your time. It's felt like five uh, minutes. Yeah, thank you very much for this fun conversation. Uh, for the people, for the two people that aren't following you listening to this, where can they find you? Please plug the YouTube, all the socials and all that good stuff. You can find me, David Jones. Search it up on Vimeo. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm on, <laughs> on Daily Motion. <laughs> no, no. Oh, on YouTube, if you just search David Jones, I think I pop up. And on Instagram, it's David Jones. I think I also pop up. But if not, it's D-A-Y-V-I-D-J-O-N-E-S on Instagram. And then that's me. Thank you, David, so much for the fun conversation. Oh, dude, and thanks for having me. Until the next one, man. Yeah, awesome. Alrighty. Catch you later. See. Talk to you later. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finger Space Podcast. Thanks for skating by. And don't forget to nosebonk that subscribe button and dark slide on over to our Discord server. This episode was produced by Fingerspace Co. and hosted by Nostalgia FB. Big thanks to all guests and listeners.